Hello and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere, the only podcast coming out of Allard, Tennessee, I can safely say, Clay. I don't know, it may not be, but I'm pretty sure it's the only one coming out of Allard. So, I'm sure the other podcast is something not good. Uh, it's like marijuana cultivation or something like that, probably, more than likely. Actually, no, now it would be some kind of how to make meth podcast, that kind of thing. Run by uh, someone's grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. So, but anyway, we're here, Clay. Uh, not a lot to talk about this week, I don't think, is what you were telling me beforehand. So, we'll see how this episode goes. We'll just roll with it, as we always do. Um, Clay, you texted me on Friday, yes, Friday, and told me I needed to read X-Men number 11. Yeah. I am super behind on my comic books. But I made a point, which, by the way, I spent another $60 on comic books. How long has it been since you went? Well, it's been a while. It's been a long time since I went before. Um, At least two months because... That's not bad. I was... um, I had Empire 1 through 3 the last time I went, and this time 4 and 5 had come out. So about two months. You know how it goes. Plus, there's a lot of X-Men stuff coming out. But anyway, you had told me that I needed to read X-Men number 11. I hadn't read X-Men number 10 yet, so I I made a point to go ahead and read X-Men 10 and 11. So, what'd you think? Uh, it's good. Uh, and it's a, it's a tie-in with the whole Empire event going on right now. Mm-hmm. But everything in this comic just clicked. And I... <laughs> I think a lot of it was sold because of Lineal Francis, uh, Francis Hughes' art. It looked surprisingly good, didn't it? It looked way better than what it has been in the last few it's, issues that he's done. I'm just getting used to it now. You this think that's week, what it is? Yeah, I guess maybe with Jonathan Hickman. So, like, if you get someone else on it, it's going to kind of disrupt the flow of it, I feel. But, okay, so, you know, they're... There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on. I think it, it kind of sets the table for the whole uh, X of Swords event that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with that guy of the uh, Araco Island, whatever. I, I don't exactly know what his mutant power is or whatever, but yeah, they're going to do that game. And then, of course, they, they're getting invaded by that. What are they called? I can't even remember right now. Um, I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's all part of the Empire thing. I haven't read any of the Empire stuff, so, I mean, other than these two tie-in issues... Any of the new stuff, so I can't tell you right off the top of my head, but it's a plant-based life form that I cannot remember. Uh, keep talking. I'll see if I can't find it, though, real quick. Well, um, you know, I'm not much for these tie-ins and whatnot because it gets kind of annoying that you have to buy so much stuff, but I feel like they made it work on this. And mm-hmm. uh, just seeing Magneto go to war was awesome. Um it's- the cool thing is it's basically Magneto. I mean, there's some other people in there. You know what I'm saying? This is like basically a uh, Magneto-centric uh, issue. It is. And it's like narrated by Exodus, who has been an alkalite yes. of for the longest time. You know, he's he's been around for the longest time. What, since the... Uh, oh, man. It was in the, the, the 90s. Crus- no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about like as a whole. Historically, he's old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with Very long time, but... Uh, you know, he's telling the story to the children about Magneto and and how they're kind of raising him 
up to be like this godlike figure. It's kind of weird. I don't know if this is kind of going to, I don't know if this is going to bode well in the future. Co- I'm sorry. It's a Kotati is the name of the, Oh um, yeah. X. Yeah. Uh, so, Kotati. but anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I finally found it there. Yeah. So it was really cool to see Magneto in action, defending Krakoa in the red costume. No, less. it's, yeah, it shows him with his white, his black, and his original red. So it's kind of like a mood ring of sorts. Like, yes. is this battle costume now? And his white one is like, what, diplomatic and black? Who knows right. what? Uh, My wife walked up behind me and scared me to death. <laughs> but uh, it's... I thought it was cool, though, because it also had the X-Men kind of... So th- what they've done is they are starting to pair powers together mm-hmm. and have these combos. It's like a video game. It's exactly what it is. You know, you've got like the, like, was it magma? She like uh, taps magma. into the, yeah. to lop or whatever. And then Iceman freezes it. And then Magneto uses it as, as weapons because yeah. of the uh, metal ploy in it or whatever. It's pretty awesome. That shit at the end where it was like this big Kotati general, whatever, talking shit to Magneto saying, you know, I've I've dealt with other flesh beings like you. And then Magneto drops that satellite on him and yeah. then he drops another, another satellite, satellite and then <laughs> be more satellites, like a total of five satellites. And each uh, God, it was so funny. I, I just thought it was like the greatest, like uh, four or five panels ever in a long time. I read in a comic. So, um, but yeah. Uh, all in all, it was a really good issue. The art was solid. Everything just looked great. So, I don't know. Uh, just, you know, I'm, again, I'm reading all the different X-Men runs right now that are going on with that. And everything's been very entertaining. Um, still kind of getting used to X-Factor. Um, Excalibur. I haven't got to read it yet. I've got it. I've got the first two issues of it. So Yeah. We'll see uh, where it goes. Other than that, man, um, Brian George called me. And I was like, hey, man, I need you to come uh, house sit and take care of my dogs. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I'm over here right now playing on the 100-inch uh, projector, playing a little Sea of Thieves right now. So it's nice. I want one. <laughs> I liked, uh, yeah, I, I, yes, I could see how it would be nice. Um, I liked how, just real quick, going back to 11, we didn't touch on it, but um, how... They coordinated everything through the uh, Cuckoo Cuckoo Sisters. Am I thinking right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked how they were coordinating everything through them. Uh, It was neat to see. So it's a really good issue. I'm glad you made me go ahead and read it because I would have read it, but it was further down my pile of two reads. Oh, X Men is definitely must read to me. You know. Oh, it is must read, but I mean, I, I have I try to keep them in order as they come out. From month to month, you know what I'm saying, and so yeah. it was just it just kind of fell further behind some of the other stuff. But I went ahead and pulled them out, so uh, it's good stuff. So how has the uh, sailing of the seas been going? After I interrupted you again, I'm sorry. Oh, it's good, man. It's just a lot of fun. I find myself playing this probably more than uh, I've been playing Battlefield. But um, after seeing all the stuff with Rocksteady, Rocksteady's announcement last week. I jumped back in to play some more Batman Arkham Asylum, and I beat it again mm-hmm. because I was just picking up from where I'd left off. And, man, it's such a fun game. If you've never played it, play it. Like, the whole trilogy of games are excellent. The Just the whole 
discovering thing. It, it's pretty much like Metroid and Zelda. You know, you've got to get certain, you know, abilities to get to certain other areas. There's some backtracking. You know, the story's fun. The voice acting's great. I mean, you've got Mark Hamill reprising his role as Joker, you know, from the cartoon series. Mm-hmm. Same thing, thing with Bruce Tim doing the voice of Batman. So. You mean Kevin Conroy? Oh, is it Kevin Conroy? I'm sorry. Kevin Con- Bruce Tim was creator, but uh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, it's it's been great. So. Well, speaking of Batman, while I was at the comic book shop, I picked up the Three Jokers comic book that come out this week. Have you seen this? What was it? Then? The Three Jokers from Jeff I Johns. I saw a little bit about it online. Um, uh, I already had it spoiled for me. So I was yeah, I, it was spoiled for me too, but I went ahead and picked it up. Um, I've had a love-hate relationship with Jeff Johns. Um I told Mike at the comic shop, you remember when he, when I first noticed Jeff Johns was during, when he was at Marvel at the time, actually, and you remember the Red Scare stuff that he did for the Avengers? Yeah. That was the first time I noticed Jeff Johns, and it was great. It was a great run, his whole Avengers run. And then he went to, and then he signed exclusive with DC, and went on to do uh, JSA, which was amazing, uh, Stargirl, which was amazing. Hawkman, which was amazing, and probably the one he's most known for was his Green Lantern stuff, which mm-hmm. was amazing. Uh, and then I followed him just uh, all the time. Anything he would write, I would read because it was it it, it was what I wanted in comic books when it comes to the writing side of things. Uh, and but then I kind of lost him, and it wasn't much longer after when we went to that Wizard World in Chicago, and what was that 06? Yeah, I think it was. Seems like it was around that time, maybe a bit later after the New Fifty Two, and then they did the uh, all that stuff, and you know, then he became a co-publisher and had so many things he was trying to juggle at one time. Uh, it seemed like his comic book writing to me took a bit of a hit, so I hadn't really followed any of his stuff in a while. Uh, oh, by the way, his Flash stuff was incredible too. But uh, anyway. So I saw this and I wanted to check it out just because I was like three jokers. Um, it's it's pretty good so far. It's a black label DC comic. I don't really know what the black label stuff is. I think it's like the Max, you know, Marvel Max imprint. Right. I, th- I think it's something like that. But anyway, um, it's three issues. Uh, it's over. It's not oversized like paper wise, but lengthwise, it's oversized issues. It's uh, not not. Truly a graphic novel, but uh, like six ninety nine, I think. Six ninety nine. Uh huh. Yes, but it was really good. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it, and the art on it is fantastic. Uh, I think his name's Jason Fabok is the one that did the art on it. But uh, I'm going to stick with it. Um, like I said, it's the first thing from uh, John's that I've read in a long time that I really enjoyed, because of course he did the. the Watchmen crap, which I, you know, I still, I don't want to go into that again. Yes. But anyway, uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of interesting what they're doing. I'm interested to see what they're doing because there's three different Jokers that have been doing all this stuff for all these years. Um, there's this the current, there's a criminal, ju- do what? I'm sorry, this go like, ahead. Now it's like four or five years ago, right? The three Jokers thing. So they're just now finally getting around to it? I think so. I mean, I don't follow, you know, I'm, I don't follow DC enough to know. Uh, Jason Fabok is the artist on it. <laughs> but um, 
let me find what I'm looking for here. I'm sorry. But there's three different Jokers. There's the original Joker, which is the criminal Joker. And then there's the Joker that killed um, Barbara Gordon, which is the... I'm trying to pull it up here to make sure I've got this right. And that's not... Yeah, the, uh, the comedian, There's, I think, um, is the one that she did. I cannot find what I'm looking for here. Let's see. Let me see if this is the one I need. But anyway... And then there's the, uh, what's the other one called? I can't remember. There's the comedian and the criminal, criminal, and then there's the one that killed Jason Todd. I may be getting them mixed up here. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. So the criminal, or the one that killed, oh yeah, killed Jason Todd, crippled Barbara. Yeah. Three different Jokers did all of those. There's the one that's always been Batman's villain, and then there's the one that ended up killing or, I mean, beating the crap out of Jason Todd. He's not dead anymore. But And then there's the one that crippled, or did not cripple. I can't keep up with Joker, and their, or Joker, uh, DC and their continuity anymore. It's really hard to. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, there's three different ones, and I can't find anything that tells me the third one. I should know since I just read it. But It was the Joker that's kind of uh, and like Jared Leto's Joker, I noticed. He's got, like, the side, his, you know, side of his hair is cut or buzzed. And he's got that uh, that little crew cut haircut, whatever. It reminds me of the Jerry Joker. Mm, yes. Here we go. Let's see. Maybe this one will tell me. There's so much. I'm looking through here, and like, there's all this different reasons why there's three Jokers and all this stuff. I was like, oh, three Jokers was originally going to be a regular mini that got oversized prestige treatment, by the way. So. Let me pull it up here. I'm sorry. Yeah, more jokes. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to try to. The th oh, that's why. Because the third one, you still haven't found out who it is. Exactly. Pretty much the big gist of this, though, Jason Todd kills one of the Jokers. Yes, in this one, he kills Dude. the one. He kills the Joker that ki that quote unquote killed him. And Barbara's there with him. Uh, it's a pretty intense little scene. That's the part that uh, everybody spoiled for everybody. Um. So we'll see where it goes. I'm pretty pleased with it so far. So there was that, Clay. Was uh, anything else that you had going on this week? Uh, not really, man. Just just work and stuff. But like I said, went back and started playing some Batman. And it's been very fun. So. Hey, what was that? Did you? Uh, never mind. I can't remember the name of that game. Were you playing that one like rhythm game, that 2D rhythm game on that's on Game Pass right now? That's who you playing it the other day? Yeah. Uh, what's, in, what's the name of it? Uh, Do you remember uh, I can't remember. Anyway, I saw you playing it. It's all good. Uh, let me get on to what I was going to ask you about. Did you get to watch... Uh, did you get caught up on Lovecraft Country? I did. What did you think? Great episodes. I liked I'm them both. Thick. You there? Get it. Okay. It sounded like you cut out for a minute. I'm sorry. It's called Double Kick Heroes, by the way. Okay, yeah, that's the name of it. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, the... Uh, we're two episodes in. And it's caught up to how far I made it in the book. Uh, there's a lot more happening, obviously, in the book than there was in here. But uh, it's really interesting. I have no idea where they're going to go from here. I think it's just going to get more crazy, you know? I'm sure it will, but it's it's a fun. It's yeah. I'm having a lot of fun with it. The past two episodes have been great. Yeah, highly enjoy it. Uh, highly recommended. Uh, jump on it right now if you can before it gets too far in. Uh, new episode drops tonight. So... Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, 
one of my all-time favorites yet, but uh, it's it's pretty good so far. Uh, if it keeps up with where I was at the book, it should be interesting. Uh, also, I did that, Clay. I finished the high score that I was telling you about on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's enjoyable. Again, if you've uh, you know if you know video game video game history like uh, you and I do, Clay, it's nothing really new. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's really interesting. The last two episodes, the were the the fight episode, the uh, fighting game episode, and then what was that last one? I can't even remember now. It's been a while since I watched it, but uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed the fight episode a lot. It was fun watching how they come up with some of that Billy stuff at all. Do what? Billy Mitchell wasn't in this at all. Not at all. This is uh, just basically history. I mean, not going into any like arcade like oh the. Uh, no, they didn't really go into any much. They had some uh, like major league gaming stuff that they touched on a little bit, but not like the arcade competitive scene and all that stuff. So, plus, who wants to have to? Plus, then you have to give Billy Mitchell money, and who wants to do that? You know? Yeah. So there was that, and then I watched uh, that Project Power, um, the Netflix movie about taking a pill and getting a superpower for five minutes. Uh, Jamie Foxx and. Uh, who else is that? I can't remember. But anyway, uh, it's pretty good. It kind of made me. It, it reminded me of a a good movie that you'd go rent back in the day. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing that I would want to watch the theater. But if it was like on TV or if it's something I could rent off the shelves, and enjoy, I would enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of it's interesting. Uh, the first of it's pretty intense uh, with uh, some of the stuff going on, but ends up being a pretty good movie. Uh, I would give it three stars, probably. I think I'm going to do a review of it over on Letterboxd. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. So, and that's about it for me, Clay. Um, nothing else. Like you said, there's just not a lot happening right now other than us retrading over the same stuff that we always do. So, you know, there's that. Uh, we do have a little bit of news this week. Um, I'm going to start off, Clay, of course, with the most obvious one and the saddest news I've had in a while. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Black Panther star, dies of colon cancer at 43 years of age. That was rough. Yeah. I had no idea that he was sick. Actually. Crazy thing is, nobody knew. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, and and you can and it's uh, it was rough. You know, I mean, my I think my first thoughts were like, you know, like you, it's like what? And then I was just like, golly, this is just terrible. Doing all these movies while sick too. I was yeah. just yeah, because he was diagnosed in 2016, and that was when they were doing. Was he filming? I think Civil War at the time. Yeah. And then went on to do Black Panther, and uh, of course he did the what was it? The Five Bloods. That was that Spike Lee movie that just came out on Netflix this year, uh, and a couple other ones. I can't remember that. He did the one with Anthony and Joe Russo after Avengers. Of course he did the uh, Avengers movies. But he did another one. But like the dude was working nonstop, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's sad to see him go, and you know it's selfish. But what it, it kills me is that we will not get another Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me being selfish. But uh, I just hate that because that movie's so good. Um, I, I I hope I don't think they will, and I hope they don't try to replace him and do another Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? I there's a lot of room they could go with this. I think. I mean, we'll see, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll come up with something very good to explain it. So yeah. I I don't know if if we're ever going to see 
the character anymore because I mean it just feels weird to have someone else play him. Yeah, I don't but, think he, I don't think you'd have anybody else playing. Uh, I think Shuri could have something. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, uh, would you be surprised if he brought back Killmonger? That kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. We'll see, but it's it's just sad news. Always hate that. Hate it to lose somebody that young, forty three. That's I'm the same age, and so it's just like wow, it's just hard to believe. But anyway, uh, rest in power, my friend. We will miss you. Um, moving on, Clay, to uh, more Marvel news. Uh, the new mutants come out this week. Hmm. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course now. You know, theaters are not, I mean, they're open, but they're not open. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, so it, it made $7 million this weekend, which was on the uh, lower, lower end of its expectations. Not bad. No, considering it, uh, it did $7 million from uh, just over 2,400 theaters. Uh, and, of course, you know, on top of that, uh, if they're doing like they should, they're you know, socially distancing the theater itself and so on and so forth, which cuts down on your ticket sales. Um, I don't think anybody expected it to like do gangbusters in the first place. Uh, it is playing here in Jamestown. I would right. like to, I, I, I'm going to attempt, I don't know if I'll actually do it, but I would like to, if I could find the time, go check it out. Um, but then again, I'm hearing lots of bad stuff about it too. Did you see where Bob McLeod, the co-creator of the new mutants was pretty mad about, uh, they misspelled his name in the credits, and then they and then some of the whitewashing they did, uh, specifically with the Sunspot character. So he did wasn't they? very. I mean, he's Brazilian, right? I I don't know. I'm just I, that's from headlines I read. I never went into. I never looked into the article myself. I do think it's pretty funny they misspelled his name. I mean, as long I mean, if they got like a Brazilian to play him, I think that'd be okay. But so, I don't know. I don't. Um, well, I don't have it pulled up right here, so I'm not gonna worry about it. But anyway, he was making he was making some headlines for that. So uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm more excited that Bill and Ted Face the Music come out this week. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to watch it. But we're gonna talk a little bit about it here in just a few minutes. Uh, moving on from that, Clay, do you see uh, the Star Trek uh, Star Trek Lower Decks uh, animated series they've done? Uh, no. Yeah, they're doing it. Of course, it's on CBS All Access, so I probably won't watch it until they do another free trial. But they did a Lower Decks comedy. It's an animated comedy. Well, uh, X-Files has jumped on board, and they're now doing an animated comedy spinoff series. So I, I don't really know what the... I don't know if this is the new hotness or what. Uh, Chris Carter, who's the creator, is the executive producer... Uh, he will not be writing or working as showrunner, though. Um, show will be titled X-Files Albuquerque, Albuquerque and will be a tune offshoot of the original show. Uh, it will not feature David Duchovny or Gillian Anderson's Mulder and Scully. Uh, it will reportedly instead focus on a group of misfit office agents who investigate cases too out there for, Mulder, for even Mulder, Mulder or Scully to bother with. So, I don't know. We'll see. I just found it interesting. I was always a big X-Files fan, but I don't know about this. I'll give it a try. I don't know where it's coming out at, though. What do you think? Any interest in that? Hell no. How <laughs> <laughs> did I know you was going to say that? 
I don't know. I just find it weird that they're doing that kind of stuff, you know? I don't see. I, I don't know why somebody would have said, oh, this is going to be great to have a comedy pairing of the two. I don't know either. Uh, moving on from there, Clay, we will talk just a little bit of video games real quick. Uh, Sony is interested in exploring the idea of bringing more first-party games to PC. Uh, it's not a surprise, I don't think. Do you? Uh, just why not? Why would you not do that? Well, everybody's uh, running this, so they're going to mine whatever they can. Yeah. You know, plus you're going up, going up against the, the behemoth that is Xbox, uh, Microsoft Game Pass service and all that, you know. So you might as well throw them out there. I mean, what's it hurt, right? Yep. The, the Zero Dawn come out is the only one that's come out so far. So, But anyway, I just throw that out there because I think some people think we just dislike Sony, but we don't, or I don't. I just play more Xbox than I do Sony, PlayStation, so. I just threw that out there for that. And then lastly, Clay, we talked a little bit about the uh, Switch and Switch Lite. Um, how would you like to bypass getting a Switch or a Switch Lite and get a uh, 4K-capable Switch in 2021? Uh, sure. I mean, I, I, I guess that's why I've kind of put it off. Well, that and the fact the availability of the Switch. But now if you hear rumors about another... Maybe up- the thing is, I wonder if it's not going to be like a complete upgrade. I wonder if it's just going to be like another, another model that's just got better battery power and they've just, you know, just improved it slightly. That's the only thing I'm. I, that's what I'm kind of hint or, mm-hmm. but having to wonder that's probably what it's going to end up being. Um, the only word it says on the on what the upgrades may include is that it will support 4K graphics, but it may get a boost from new games. Uh, the other part of the report is that the slew of games from Nintendo itself and related studios could turn around this year's relatively light release schedule because they've been pretty quiet on the release side, even for Nintendo. But, I mean, what do you need to when you're selling like the, the system itself like crazy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's not like they had an issue selling any... I mean, a lot of the games... I mean, Animal Crossing sold bukus of copies. Mm-hmm. I mean, why, they're not really in a rush to push anything else right now. No need. Nope. Um, all right, Clay. Uh, we're going to close this one out pretty quick. But uh, real quick, in uh, honor of a new Bill and Ted movie coming out and time travel. Man, my kids are screaming. Uh, <laughs> I pulled up a list of the 11 best time travel movies to watch streaming. These are streaming, not the best ever um, tell me what you think of these and if it would be one of your 11 best, just real quickly, okay? Okay. I'm going to start. Uh, I don't guess they have a number. They just have 11 of them. So 12 Monkeys, Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis. That's a good movie. Great movie. That was Great a movie. what? Hey, Gillian? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Man, that was a good movie. I need to watch it again. I remember watching it the first time and being completely lost. and But then I went back and watched it. I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, then they have About Time. I have no idea what this movie is. It is uh, it's a fluffy, it seems like a fun, fluffy rom-com in which Dom Hall Gleason uses his magical time-traveling abilities to woo Rachel McAdams. But master of the British rom-com Richard Curtis makes About Time a lot deeper. They won't spoil it, but they says it, there's a wrench thrown into the time-travel mechanics. So I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. I don't think we need to say anything about that that we haven't already. Oh, uh, we're 
Traveling movie. The Back to the Future trilogy. If you don't watch two, this is a good trilogy. This is good. Just make it a duology. Just skip two altogether. You'll be okay. And then they have Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's a great movie. Don't need to say anything about that. Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> it's been a while since I watched that movie. It's but... actually not a bad the first one. Don't watch the sequel, but actually the first one's a pretty fun little movie. Uh, Looper. Did you ever see Looper from Ryan yeah. Johnson? Man, that's a good movie. Uh, it's a great movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, he's in. He's the other one that's in that Power Project. That's right. And Bruce Willis are in that one. Uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Uh, no. It's from Colin Trevorrow. Huh. I don't know about that one. Uh, Time Crimes. Uh, don't know about that one. And that's it. Fire's not in there? Nope. Tom, Band- <laughs> Tom, Tom Bandits is not in there. Ice Pirates is not in there. Uh, Clay, I did throw it out over on the uh, group page. Uh, it hasn't really had time for, or maybe people just don't want to answer it. But I did get some answers back on uh, favorite time travel movies. Uh, Daniel said, uh, uh, it's a hard pick. Mine's between Master of the Universe and Free Jack. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> But then he says Terminator, though. Yes. Yes. Uh, Glenn. Glenn has got the right answer. Uh, Back to the Future 1 and 3. No mention of 2. We've converted Glenn. Welcome to the dark side. Uh, Josh said uh, Back to the Future or T2. Man, T2 is awful freaking good, dude. Uh, What do you think overall, just off the top of your head, just your favorite time travel movie? Just off the top of your head. Ah, I mean, I, I really couldn't tell you right now. I mean, I think I think I'm gonna go with Terminator Two. Just off the top of my head, man. That's a uh, man. That's a good movie. But the thing mm. is, I think of time travel movie. I think of something that uses it throughout the movie. Though that's I true mean, too. I understand. I'm with you. Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to beat Back to the Future, even if you include Two in there. So, um, I'm gonna stick with T Two though on this one. The Great American Time Travel Movie, Back to the Future. No, yeah, T2, though, I mean, because it is also the one of the best action movies yeah. of all time. Yeah, it's so good. I'm sure there's more. Uh, if you want, listeners, please go over to the group page and throw down what you think is the best time travel movie. I have it uh, posted in the announcements right now, so it'll be right there at the top of the group page if you want to chime in and let us know what you think. Uh, Clay, that's it for news and uh, time travel business. Uh, Let's roll over into a couple of emails real quick. Uh, The first one we have is from Glenn. Uh, Hi, Glenn. He says, I hope you guys are well this week. Uh, I hope we will be as well, Glenn. Uh, Depends on how COVID does in the schools this week. We'll see. Uh, It's killing me. Uh, Just wondering which fictional spaceship you would want to... want as your own if you were a sci-fi hero would you be a starfleet captain a rebel scum or an anti-heroic rogue would you choose the enterprise serenity or perhaps the battle star known as galactica i of course would choose the millennium falcon have a great one i mean i got millennium falcon on that one i mean right when he said that i immediately thought you know you know what i thought the uh the the flying winnebago from Spaceballs. First thing that come to my head. <laughs> of course you did. 
I don't know what it's the first one that popped in my head when I was reading this because I was like, what would it be? And then all of a sudden, I could see uh, Barf flying in the Winnebago. I was like, yes, that's it. So mine's the flying Winnebago. Uh, next up, we have one from Josh. Um, he says, I know we are all pretty bummed about the unexpected death of Chadwick Bosman. Uh, he was not only a great actor with some incredibly iconic roles, uh, including Black Panther. I always forget he was uh, James Brown and Jackie Robinson, but by all accounts was a great person. What other actors slash actresses, actresses do you remember passing away way too early that you were really bummed about? Uh, no musicians. That's a whole other topic with way too many to name. And yes, we won't go there. Uh, what do you think, Clay? You got any off the top of your head? I'm trying to think. I, I can't really think off the top of my head. I'm going to show some of my age here, and I was super young when this happened, but man, I, I loved John Belushi. Loved yeah. him. And that was a killer one, uh, which rolls me into Chris Farley was another one. Um, those movies were uh, like, when I was, uh, let's see, when those come out, I would have, uh, shoot, I would have been out of high school, but still. Man, when Farley died, that was rough. Um, uh, Gilda Radner has always been one that killed me. That she was, uh, she died so young. How old was she when she died? Um, I can't. I really can't remember right now. But uh, her stuff on Saturday Night Live was like just comic gold. She wasn't super old, young, but like she was still, you know, what I'm saying, uh, still taking too young. Uh, trying to think of anybody else right off the top of my head right now. Uh, you got anybody, Clay? I can't think of anybody else. Those are the ones that really come to mind. Probably that was rough, but I, I really can't think of anyone else that was really just kind of a gut punch like it was with uh, with Chadwick. So. Yeah, I don't think it was hard to gut punch, but like that Chris Farley one, I think you saw it coming just because of the way, you know, the similarities between him and Belushi and everything mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. But like when you, I remember finding out, you know, oh man, he's gone. Like that was, it was, it was rough. The dude was a genius when it came to comedy and like just just the way he acted and stuff. So, but anyway, uh, thank you, Josh. That's another great one. Uh, Clay, I do have a moment in geek history uh, queued up. If you will give me some intro music for that, please. Moment in geek history. So, ten years ago today, Disney bought Marvel, Marvel, for a small amount of 4.2 billion that was 10 years ago yeah today yep damn time flies yep i think they got their money's back money back on that one yeah yeah i think that was a wise purchase so uh also on this day just so you know uh the first american ninja come out in theaters (laughs) let me tell you something if you've never if you didn't grow up in the 80s watching ninja movies, there's something wrong with you in the first place. But, like, beside, what's up? Ella Kate, come give me a thumbs up. You want to say hi to everybody? You can say hi. Clay's on here. Hey. Hi. She's going to laugh. She's going to laugh? <laughs> All right. I got to go. I'm finishing up. Okay. All right. Thumbs up. All right. I'll be up here. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Did you fix me anything? No. Didn't think so. Ow. Ouch. So, but uh, uh, 80s ninja movies, man. That was like one of my go-to rentals as a kid. Gosh, they were so good. All right, Clay. Let's close this out with a question from the science fiction and fantasy quiz book. I'm assuming you want to stick with the hard hard ones. 
Um, yes. I'm just opening a page up. Uh, pick a number between 1 and 10. 5. Okay. Which of these Norse gods only had one hand? Baldar, Tyr, Heimdall, or Odin? Huh. I think it was Odin. Uh, bear with me as I try to find the correct set of answers. Um, it was B, Tyr. Okay. I could be pronouncing that completely wrong, by the way. T Y R. But uh, Odin had one eye, I remember. Oh, that's right. There we go. I was thinking Baldar for some reason. But um, anyway, that was a valiant effort, my friend. We will be back next week with another uh, question from the Science Fiction and Fantasy Quiz Book. Um, I think you're, what, batting about 500, probably? I, I think. think so. So, Clay, uh, anything else you would like to bring up before we get out of here this week? Uh, no, not really, man. All right. Hope all right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there, and please make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, along with all the other streaming sites that you may or may not listen to us on. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Clay, where can everybody find you on the social medias? Uh, over at Twitter at SweetJJ, the number one, and the letter S. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at Jason76Z. And with that, we are out.